0: A sovereign nation is a nation that has one centralized government that has the power to govern a specific geographic area. Under the definition set by international law, a sovereign nation has a defined territory with just one government. About 30 years ago, a new thing called the internet started spreading over the world. It began with 2G technology. I had a big computer system at home bought in the year 1989. It had a 20 megabytes hard disk and 640 kilobytes RAM my current cell phone 256GB storage and 8GB RAM. With hardware progressing in leaps and bound, the bandwidth is available in plenty, the internet has changed its face. The internet in the first decade of this century and today's internet are vastly different. What we were dreaming of in the first decade is already possible. A movie can now be downloaded in 3-4 seconds. These changes have brought in organizations with no borders. We have Google, Twitter, LinkedIn, WhatsApp and many others. Which are mainly communication tools. But then these tools have become like toys to humanity. There used to be an advertisement in the newspapers when I was in school. It was about transistor radios, which were new in those times. They advertised, listen to any station in the world. The small print in the ad said, by going to that place. Now you can see, read, talk with anybody anywhere in the world, sitting in some corner. All the companies mentioned above don't need to take any government's permission to start operating within the borders of the sovereign countries a user just downloads the app, and you are all set. This is where the problems begin. Who is sovereign, the company or the nation? To me, at least, the answer is pretty straightforward. Consider a horrible incident that occurred in Karnataka a few years ago. A group of four Google engineers wanted to spend their weekend in the countryside. They took a general spin and came near a village. They decided to stop there at a tea stall for a morning cuppa. While they were having tea, smoking and enjoying life, in general, they saw some children playing near the kiosk. They called the children and shared with them some chocolates. A couple of villagers were hanging around. The villagers came towards the engineers and asked them, are you going to kidnap these kids? One of them said, oh, come on. We just gave them some chocolates. There was an argument. The kiosk owner told these engineers that these are nasty people from our village, it is better that they went away. Within five minutes, they finished the tea and went away. By the time they reached the other end of the village, makeshift roadblocks were made on the road. Some people were standing there with sticks. The engineers got down and were trying to push away the roadblock. They were suddenly attacked with sticks, and one of them died on the spot. This could happen in five minutes because villagers sent quick messages on their WhatsApp group to get them together. The police asked WhatsApp about the identity message's originator. Their privacy rule ensured that it was hidden from the authorities. What is important here? The privacy or the law of the nation? The theory of end to end encryption of messages is acceptable for routine messages. Who cares if lovers want to meet secretly in a theater? Who is bothered if someone is sharing a quotation on WhatsApp message? Like all governments, the Indian government has created a set of laws to be followed by these internet companies. They were given three months to implement them. There were various responses. Some simply accepted them and said, We want to follow local laws. Others requested some discussions which may be going on. Twitter simply said we want additional five months. They think they are sovereign, they can rule the world. As usual, apartheid is seen in the legal battle too. When the US Senate asked the companies or their owners to testify before their committee, the top one, like Zuckerberg, went to testify. When the British Parliamentary Committee called them, they went. Why do they not want to discuss this with the Indian government? I am surprised that for these social media companies, India is the largest market. China has made its own apps and does not allow these companies to operate there easily. Have these companies forgotten the power of a large customer base? Why are they behaving in such an adamant manner? This is what India's Information Technology Minister Mr. Ravi Prasad had to say. India is not the only country seeking a regulatory mechanism to access limited data from end-to-end encrypted instant messaging platforms such as WhatsApp to detect and prevent crime. Also, this would not change anything for ordinary WhatsApp users, the minister said. Prasad's comments come when Facebook-owned WhatsApp has approached the Delhi High Court, saying that the Ministry of Electronics and Information Technologies, (MeitY) norms on identifying the first originator of the information would mean breaking end-to-end encryption. If these companies want to operate globally, they will have to cooperate with the local government. India has a robust legal system. If there are disputes, one can always go to court. Prasad said that as much as the government respected the privacy of individuals and would follow the Supreme Court's instructions on the same, it should also be kept in mind that the same judgment had mentioned that terrorist, a criminal or a corrupt person does not have any right to privacy. Another important aspect is the government of India has asked to create a grievance conflict resolution cell in India. Currently if you and I have any grievance, we have to dial an international number. This will prevent 99.9999% of people from approaching these companies about their grievances. Or maybe this is what they want? To hell with the customers. Well, these companies will come to know at the end of the day, who is sovereign. Do some of these have an attitude? Whatever I have been doing in my life, I have been hearing sentences like the customer is king or the customer is god. What have India's prostitute gang been doing? The usual thing. According to them, nobody in any government knows anything about everything keep writing against whatever the government say and do. Now they have a different strategy. They manage to write in New York Times, Washington Post or Guardian with the help of their partners in crime. They can sleep well only when they write their quota of what is the correct thing to do according to them. Hope that better offices will prevail and these companies will wake up. Otherwise they need to be brought to their knees.